keep in mind that for Germany it would have been completely impossible to adopt a general and shared codification for the whole of Germany because Germany did not have the same government everywhere. We have seen that you not only need a unified country and a unique government in order to issue a codification, but you also need a particularly strong domination, strong enough to impose a codification to the whole of the country. So this situation was completely impossible in Germany. So this is the political reason why Swedish Karl von Savigny, who was already since 10 years a very reputed professor of law in Germany, being still pretty young because he was 35 years old in 1814, Savigny uh, took a very strong position against the proposition of a, a drafting of a civil code for Germany Uh, proposed by Professor British Anton Justus Thibault. Thibault was uh, a, a, a German jurist educated in the tradition of the natural law. So he was sensible to the same principle that brought France towards codification. The legal principles are enrooted in nature, and is the nature itself that asks for a rational codification of those principles. So uh, Thibault proposed to issue a rational, natural codification for Germany. But in the same year of uh, Thibault, Savigny answered with this famous, very famous book about the call, the mission of our generation, not towards uh, uh, codification, but towards uh, history and uh, legal science, Rechtswissenschaft. The main base of the position of Savigny was the idea that uh, private law system uh, should never be imposed from above to the population because the people must feel in its soul the legal principles it will apply in private law intercourses. So the idea, the basic idea of the historical school is that every codification have to express the spirit of the people, the Volksgeist. This is very much connected with the traditional presentation of what custom was and with the English construction of the common law as the expression of a popular custom shared by the whole of the nation. So it was in Savigny as it had been in Britain at the time of Edward Coke it was pretty much a ideological construction. Now, think of the very year 1814, when a jurist educated in the tradition of rational naturalism suggested the drafting of a brand new codification for the German nation, a country that shared the same language and the same culture it was still divided in many different states. The reaction of Savigny 
claimed for a supremacy of the Volksgeist and for denying the possibility of imposing even the most perfect and rational legislation to the people against its feeling of justice and its traditions. Sabini was in tune with the spirit of Romanticism, the strong cultural movement that was flourishing in Europe and particularly in Germany. The feeling, and in particular uh, the collective feelings of the nations, was prevailing over the geometric rationality of the Enlightenment. The Middle Ages, the age during which the Germans took over Europe and imposed the nations, and the German language, and the German institutions, took the place of classic antiquity in the taste of the public. Literature, music, dramas were filled with the heroism and, uh, of the medieval heroes, uh, filled with the darkness of medieval forests and the romantic sense of allegiance and faithfulness. Savigny was for sure in tune with the rise of this romantic sensibility in Germany. That is why it can sound rather curious that he claimed for using the Roman law, as it was presented in the Corpus Juris by Justinian, as the most important part of the legal heritage of the German people. Savigny was at the same time a romantic and a nationalist, and also a classicist enamored with the clarity of the legal categories of the Roman law. How did he solve this contradiction? Well, through history. The 19th century marks also the heyday of the historicism, and Germany developed during this century extraordinary skills in the study of ancient, medieval and modern documents, literature and archaeology. The study of the past had a spectacular increasing. Every social, political and philosophical problem was approached with an historical method, and historiography became a real science, a Wissenschaft, I say, in German. So also the connection of the German nation with the Roman law was explained through history. Savigny wanted to show that the Roman institutions of private law became actually German during the Middle Ages. The centuries going from the fall of the Roman Empire to the birth of the modern nations marked the triumph of the Germans and the Roman law was presented as part of the spoils of the ancient law which entered forever in the heritage of the German nations. With this purpose in mind, Savigny undertook one of his major works, A History of the Roman Law During the Middle Ages, which he conceives as an intellectual history. The story of the understandings of the Corpus Juris by medieval jurists. This story justified the adoption of Roman institutions of private law by the Germans, who felt them as part of 
their false guys, the spirit of their people. This is why the same Savigny had published his first book in 1803, when he was only 24 years old, on the law of possession, offering to the modern Germany an inquiry on the Roman institution of possession with all its technicalities, including the need for an animus possidendi, that is, a personal attitude of the owner, which was absolutely necessary to get the most important effects of the possession, which are the acquirement of full property by lapse of time, and the access to judicial protection through a particular simple and quick procedure, the so-called interdicta. For Roman law, the possession could apply only to material things, not to personal rights. This meant that every position of feudal superiority, for example, could not be protected through possessory remedies. By using careful historical reconstruction, Savigny described legal institutions which were not felt as monuments of the past. Being part of the spirit of the people, those institutions had to be considered as still in force. This is the meaning of the second large book uh, that Savigny published at the heyday of his success, starting in 1840. The title of the book is very significant, System of the Present Roman Law. The Roman law was presented as a rational system made by clear and well-connected concepts, and it was to be used today in the present of Germany. This part of the teaching of Savigny gave birth to the very influential stream of the so-called Pandectistic, a part of the historical school that used history for justifying the concrete application of the concepts extracted from the Roman sources to be used in the present. This stream was at the origins of the drafting of the new German code of civil law, the so-called BGB.